Welcome to The Art of Attention, where we focus on what matters most in your business with your host, Tina K. Davis, a multi-business owner who knows the struggle of ADHD firsthand. Navigate the maze of distractions with real tips, real talk, and real success. Ready to dive in? Let's get to work. Are you ready to talk about growth goblins? Monster number three in our spooky season collection. And this monster is something that ties together our other three monsters. So we're going to talk about them too, just a little bit here and there. But growth goblins are those things that prevent us from growing. So they are robbing us of our growth. And we're going to talk about what they look like and how to overcome them. But the reason we're talking about this, or monsters in general, is it is October, or about to be. And over the next few months, we're going to, we're going to go through the holidays and we're going to start making plans for what our next year will be like, our resolutions, our new clean slate, fresh year, new year, new you, that kind of stuff. But in order to make that successful, any of those goals and those plans, we have to do the groundwork. And so going through this spooky season, we're going to talk about four of the monsters that will actually prevent us or derail the ability to execute on those tasks and really make those goals come true. And so that's what spooky season collection is all about. For those of you that are new to me, I am Tina K. Davis. I am a multi-business owner that struggles with ADHD, and I help other easily distracted entrepreneurs basically tackle their monsters and generate revenue. So let's get started on our growth goblins. So my businesses are, I sell products to support a nonprofit. And so I have to be, I have to work on that constantly in order to build sale, to have sales and build up uh, revenue for the nonprofit that I run. And I have to show up. If I don't show up, then the money doesn't come in and the animals that are supported by the nonprofit, I have to turn them away or I can't really feed them, right? So when there's something that can derail my growth or prevent me from growing even just a little bit, I've got to look at it a lot stronger. And so maybe you're not trying to run three product-based businesses out there, but you're trying to run one or you're trying to kick off a coaching membership or you're just trying to, you're network marketing maybe and you're not growing, it's stale or you're stagnant. Whatever your situation is, and we're focusing on business, but whatever your situation is, there are growth goblins all around you. They are robbing you, like I keep saying, they're robbing you of your growth, but they really are preventing you from moving forward because we're giving them power to do. Again, all these monsters, the growth goblin, the wounded witch, which is next, the monster and the energy vampire, these all four, they're related. They play in the same circle and that circle is basically your brain, your mind. Okay, growth goblins. The big one, a real big one, probably the biggest one, the ogre-sized one is doubt. Your own doubt, your fears. But this doubt, it's going to wreck everything. If you doubt you're good enough, doubt you're smart enough, doubt you're pretty enough, doubt any of it, which is imposter syndrome also, you're going to derail growing. It's going to be difficult, if not impossible, to grow if you don't believe you can. Doubt creeps in a lot of ways. We can hear doubt in our own intrusive thoughts, right? Telling ourselves we're not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, thin enough, tall enough, knowledgeable enough, whatever. But we can also hear you know, sound bites from other people over time, which starts to become something we believe. And so that causes doubt. And then maybe it's not just doubt in that moment. It's doubt that always comes up every time we just start to do that thing again or start to even do something new. We just have this doubt. Because we believe the garbage that we're told or that we hear. 
So doubt is a big one. Doubt is just fear. Doubt is also not tangible. <laughs> it's just a thing you believe. It's not even real. It, it doesn't even have a value to carry around because it's not real. It can't be traded for anything. It can't, it doesn't even hold any weight. It's just something you believe. And since it is something we believe, we have control over it. I can't say, with, I doubt that any of us could ever get rid of it, but you really can reduce it. How you fix that doubt or fear is tackle the things that you're fearful of. Now, if you're afraid of heights, don't, I'm not the person saying go up to the highest peak and look down. No, I'm saying if in business you're afraid of getting on social media, start with photos, right? If you're afraid of posting reels because you don't want to be in front of the camera, Start with reels where you're not on camera. If you're an artist, show your hands making the art. If you're a coach, just show, even if it's just stock video, just show the task being done and voice over it. You can start small to avoid the things that are giving you doubt or fear. You'll eventually get into the things that are scary because you should challenge your fears and, and lean into them to get over them. But you don't have to not do something because you have fear, because that fear you know, is also just a thing you believe. So doubt preventing you from moving forward is tough because it is a big monster. But just what is your doubt? Figure it out and find a way to just start with it. Again, social media, just try something small. You don't want to get on video, try something where you're behind the camera, not in front of it. Speaking in front of a crowd, speak on a Zoom. You can't, if, don't even, just make it just your own face or, or just the screen. Don't look at the, the other participants before you go to the actual in-person crowd, right? Start off small. Speak on an audio group only like Clubhouse or something where you're, you, nobody even sees you, but just do it so that it gets out of the way. If you have a, a doubt that or a fear that you can perform a, a certain task, practice it or just do it anyway and then do it again when it's really at the deadline. Just do part of the thing that you are doubtful of and show yourself that it was just something you believed most of the time. And you know this because you can look back and see the things that you've doubted or the things you've been afraid of in the past. They don't have any weight now, right? You did them and you got over them. So doubt, it's a big one, but it's not, a, it's not impossible to get through. Now that horse is dead and beaten. Lack mindset. So a growth goblin, a big one, not as big as doubt, but the, there's a growth mindset and a mindset of lack, right? The lack mindset will suck you of your belief in growing because you already believe you don't deserve to be higher than where you are. You have this mindset of lack. You, you will never have enough money. You will never have enough uh, education. You will never have enough friends. You, you already have this lack. It's too expensive. It's too big of an event. It's too whatever. Whatever it is that you're believing it's coming from the, a lack mindset, that's, you're not going to grow. And we all have it. I'm not saying that this is just something some of us have. We all have a lack mindset at times about certain things. We can get over those certain things, but mm, that's going to take mindset work along with your doubt and any of the other monsters. It's all going to tie back to mindset. But again, the lack mindset is just something we believe. It's not uh, proven. It, it's not tangible. It's a belief. And it's preventing you from doing the things that you want to do, scaling in your business, or, or even just believing you can have a business. Maybe you haven't even started one because you feel like 
I don't have I don't have the the knowledge or the education to start a business. I don't understand what I'm doing. I'm never going to make that kind of money because I've never had that kind of money. If you believe that, that's where you'll stay. That's why we have to get out of that lack mindset and get into a growth mindset. If something is too expensive, you're like, I can't afford that right now. Then you say, how can I afford that? How could I afford that? What can I do to afford that? Now, this is not a, a suggestion that you can't afford a luxury handbag, go out and find a way to buy one. No, but that's the mindset shift you have to make from going from lack to growth, okay? I'm guilty big time of this next one. But one of the monsters is shiny object syndrome, like squirrel. Shiny object syndrome is a big one. It's a doozy. Because it, <laughs> shiny object syndrome comes from imposter, um, your imposter syndrome. It also comes from your wounded witch, your, your trauma, right? It's telling you, hey, l- let's try this. Or if I do it, if I do this particular membership, if I complete this particular mastermind, then I'm going to be better. I'm going to be perfect, right? Your perfectionism. It's there's this new tool that you can use. There's this new editor. There's this new platform, this new email builder. You're just bouncing from thing to thing because you believe that if you learn all these things or you do all these things or you try all these things that you're going to be better. But you never actually do the thing that you're practicing or preparing for by bouncing from thing to thing. thing, So you don't actually become anything except probably broke because you've bounced from thing to thing and they all probably cost money or burnt out, right? Because all of these shiny things, they require time and energy. They are an energy vampire, right? Scenarios can be an energy vampire too. But shiny object syndrome will keep you from moving forward. And I have literally watched people do it. I do it. I do it. I'm guilty too. But I have watched people with a really good business plan for a membership start and make a little bit of traction, but it, it wasn't either enough traction for their comfort level at that time, or maybe it was just like they were actually making connections with people and it started to scare them, that they switched to a completely different business plan. Same niche, but switched it on its head like, oh, but this will be bigger. This will make more money later. It's hold on. That's what? You were almost there, but you got this shiny object. Maybe that new plan is good for the future, but you were getting there. And that was your, that right there was your passive income that you were about to do. I do it too a lot, shiny object syndrome, because of my imposter syndrome. I believe that I can never, and this is just about me, I believe that I can never be caught slacking, right? I feel like I really believe that people will think that I am lazy if I'm not constantly busy and I will work myself to death. I will get so burnt out because I am doing thing to thing. And not just the same task, new things. I will add projects to my plate all the time, whether it's in my corporate job, my personal life, and whatever. I will constantly add things to my plate because I have this fear of looking lazy as if taking a break is just so bad. But I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to relax or wind down. And when I do sit around, I feel guilty. The only time I actually sit around and feel less guilty because I do feel guilty. It's during Christmas time and I'm watching the Christmas movies because I will binge the hell out of those. But it's going to be late in the evening after I've done a thousand other things because I don't feel like I can be lazy or get or be caught being lazy, right? So the shiny object syndrome that I have is bouncing from thing to thing because it will keep me busy for longer and I don't ever finish anything entirely. 
so that I can't be caught chilling. So that's a big, nasty one for me. Now, some folks have shiny object syndrome in that they haven't taken the time to internally understand what it is that they want to do. And so they bounce from business idea to business idea um, or mastermind to mastermind or even coaching group to coaching group or whatever, product to product even, because they haven't really identified their why deep enough. Or each time that they get into it, they start to feel like, what are people going to think? Or um, I'm not good enough to stay in this area, whatever the area was in. So they bounce from thing to thing there as well. Also, shiny object syndrome can be seen in folks that when it gets hard, they switch. And that's dangerous because you're never allowing yourself to work through your fear or your mindset is just garbage. And so you'll never be happy. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be something that you either are all in or all out. But if you're the type of person that once it gets hard, you start something new, that is a miserable life. Nothing will ever fulfill you. And you're in a really bad path. I don't know an overnight fix for that, but maybe finishing the thing that you're on now isn't it because you've just picked randomly because it was shiny. But that's a horrible experience for yourself. I think that we've all done it at some time, especially when we're younger, trying to find our way. But if we really don't take the time to figure out what our way is or what our why is, then shiny object syndrome isn't just preventing us from growing. It's preventing us from living, too. That's a deeper one. So let's get out of the super sad, dark one. People pleasing or people pursuing. I don't know how to really say this one, but people pleasing is a growth goblin. And I talked about it a little bit in Energy Vampires, and it is part of imposter syndrome, too. But people-pleasing is a distraction. That's all it really is. Sometimes it's more than that. It's really uh, your imposter syndrome and, or it's just a bad habit that you have where you're just constantly trying to make other people happy versus working on yourself. But, excuse me, people-pleasing or people-pursuing is where, or how I'm trying to say it is, instead of working on what you should be working on, you're focused on somebody else's work. And, and and I don't mean just like you're judging them. I'm talking about instead of working on your task, you're over there painting them a picture or you're over there trying to do their social media posts, right? Maybe you're supposed to be editing a bunch of videos that you've had for quite a while, right? The tournament's long gone, long over, but you're focusing on someone else's bridal shower and you're not even the person setting up the shower, right? You're not even the maid of honor or whatever the case may be. You're using the high uh, and the lift that you get from making that other person happy for a minute or whatever as a way of making yourself feel good. Like it's a, like it's a dopamine hit or something. Uh, but this is dangerous because you can literally, it's like a shiny object, right? But it's a shiny person. You're going from person to person, making other people feel good to make yourself feel good you're distracting yourself from what would really make you feel good. And that's doing your business and that's being successful or that's accomplishing that goal that you're putting off by worrying about what the other people think. And I'm not talking about worrying about what other people think in the form of what are they judging you. I'm talking about literally using your time and energy that you could be putting into your business to focus on someone else's when it's not your place, time, or even you weren't even asked to do. If you catch yourself researching how someone else can accomplish a task 
and they did not ask you to, or you don't even have all the information on the task, you're just wasting time. But you feel like it's your duty because you feel like you need to save them and save yourself. You need to spend that time on you. That's the whole point is you're distracting yourself from what you should be doing for a quick high on making someone else happy. Like I said in the other two videos, it's great to help other people. I love to help other people. That's why I want to do this particular conversation. I have product-based businesses, but I like helping other women, under other entrepreneurs get through the head trash to get their business running. But I don't want to do it at the expense of not having the ability to sell the products I need to sell or make the money that I need to make or help the animals I need to help or want to help. Um, I do want to make other people happy. And I do make other people happy. But not at, not at the expense of my growth. Not anymore. Or sometimes I still do. But not all the time. And I want you guys to do the same. So if you're a people pleaser, it's okay a little bit, but not at the expense of your goals, okay? Okay, oh, big one. Okay, so growth goblins, we know that doubt is a big one. But you know what else is also ogre-sized? What's bigger than an ogre? I don't really know, but is that really even a monster? I don't know. But procrastination is robbing you of growing. It is robbing you of a lot of things. It, it's actually overarching into all of the monsters because the monsters cause procrastination. You're going to find yourself procrastinating or putting off what you should be doing or want to be doing because of fear. And fear is doubt, right? You're going to procrastinate because you have this imposter telling you in your own head, it's you telling you in your own head that you're not good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, whatever. So you're going to hold off on doing what you want to be doing or should be doing in your business because of that garbage that you're telling yourself. You're going to procrastinate because your energy vampires are telling you that what are you even doing a business for? They're judging you and you're taking it to heart. So you're putting things off. <clears throat> but sometimes the growth goblin procrastination comes out because you are bouncing from thing to thing, right? Your shiny object. And you're doing that bouncing because you're afraid to do what it is that you need to do right now, today. How long did I delay starting to record these four episodes? several hours. Why was I procrastinating? Because I was scared to do this without a script and without a teleprompter, without my laptop open. And what has happened so far? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's literally going the same as it would if I had all those things going. But I put off and I delayed it for a couple of hours and now it's hotter in the studio than it should be because I waited so long and it's Texas. Procrastination is going to prevent you from finishing Across, going across the finish line, right? You might have a launch coming up and you've got the you've got the funnel ready, you got the email sequence ready, you got the outfit picked out. What in the hell are you waiting on as far as running the ads or posting or going live? What is it? I, I don't know the answer. I'm saying that this is a scenario that you could think through because I know it. I know it well. You can procrastinate on little tasks and you can procrastinate on big tasks, but procrastination is a growth goblin. And it is something that is sitting in the middle of fear. It's sitting in the middle of imposters. It is sitting in the middle of your trauma. But it's a thing we do. So we can control it, right? We can control bouncing from the thing to thing in the, in the shiny object syndrome. We can control focusing on a lack mindset. We can control, I'm not saying solve too, we can control how much doubt we let into our inner voice or listen to from our inner voice. 
And we can control how much people pleasing we do for the purpose of delaying our growth, not just making people happy, just to be nice. And we can control our procrastination, but we have to do it. We have to believe that we are going to have a good outcome. We have to believe that the stuff that we're going to be working on is valuable. We have to believe that we are valuable. Uh, One of the things that we're good about doing is praising other people, but we don't talk to ourselves like that. Like, way to go, girl. I'm so happy for you. Be happy for you too. You can be happy for yourself. That is not gloating. That is not bragging. That is just cut yourself a damn break. Be proud of yourself. Uh, If you're, when you're not, or you have a fear of being happy for yourself, you're going to procrastinate. You're going to bounce from thing to thing. You're going to people please. You're going to do all the growth goblin things. And we got to stop doing that. We got to stop doing that right now because we're getting ready for our new year. Maybe we're not waiting until next year to start that new launch or start that new podcast or introduce a new product, right? Maybe we're doing it in a couple of weeks. So we got to get a grip on this now. But if you are someone that's planning for a new year, new you kind of thing, this is something, this is key to work on. This growth goblin, what are they? What are the things that are robbing you from moving forward, from learning, from growing? If it's your uh, inner circle, cut some of them out. If it's your, don't blame the tools that you have. It's, oh, I can't do it because I don't have the best laptop. That's a total BS lie, right? Be realistic about what is preventing you from growing and tackle those things. If you need to um, watch a lot of videos and stuff online and your internet is garbage, maybe that is something you need to put some thought and energy and money into. Um, And you're like, oh, but I can't afford it. Now you go back to the lack mindset and you say, but how can I afford it? You're probably doing something that you can cut from to improve that internet. That's just a one and done solution here. But if if the tool that is going to help you grow is actually your internet, tackle that. If the tool or the thing that's going to actually help you grow is arranging time in your schedule, you have full control of that. You can, just like we talked about in the energy suckers, you don't have to be at every event. You don't have to be at everything because of fear of missing out or fear of not being relevant. If growing in your business is truly as important to you as you want to claim that it is, then you're going to have to make those sacrifices. And if they're an energy sucker, are they really a sacrifice to cut out? No, laying, leaning into your energy suckers to make sure you are at all of those events, not editing, that's a growth goblin. You see how they're tying together? If you don't need to be there, don't be there. And if that's the hour that you need to, to do your Pinterest, then do it. If you need an hour a week, You can find an hour a week. No one can say that they don't have an hour or two a week, right? You can figure it out. You just have to look at your schedule. You have to look at your FOMO and you have to make decisions. And once you start cutting that inner circle of negativity anyway, your time is going to become much more uh, open. And also when you're not beating yourself up, getting out of bed late or sitting around doom scrolling, there's time right there. That's just procrastination. If you literally are sitting on your phone, doom scrolling, which is just scrolling for the sake of scrolling, do not try and tell me that you're doing it because you're looking for ideas. No, you don't need 15 ideas to do one reel. You're just scrolling to put the thing off. If you're scrolling, look at your time. You're probably wasting an hour a day total that you could have just spent doing your social media content, writing that blog, planning that launch, whatever, an hour, a power hour a day can run a full business. It really can. There are literally books like four hour work week. You can run a business in the amount of time that you doom scroll. Okay. I'm not saying turn off all social media, but doom scrolling could actually be making you money because you're using that time somewhere else. Anyway, 
that just helps with the procrastination. Also, knocking out some of that crap will get some of the negative Nellies out of your life, the energy suckers, the energy vampires, because you're not looking at those losers anymore. And you're actually allowing yourself to grow. Maybe replace your hour of doom scrolling with 45 minutes of working in your business, five to 10 minutes of scrolling positive things like creators that are all about mindset and abundance and manifestation. And then five minutes making a a tea to drink while you do the things. I don't know, coffee even. I sell coffee, so I really want to say coffee a lot. But that's your hour. And that 45 minutes is better than all of the time that you wasted earlier. And you still get to scroll on your phone because it's an addiction. But it's it's, it's in a growth mindset, right? Okay, so I think we've gone over growth goblins enough. We will go over... Uh, the next episode, rather, will be the Wounded Witch. Now, don't think I'm getting all crazy over here. It, it, it's trauma, and it, it's the feeling of being small, but we're in the spooky season, so we got to make it a monster. Um, that'll be next. Again, imposter monster, growth goblins, energy and vampires, wounded witches. Those are our spooky monsters that we want to tackle before we start working on our new year, new you, or whatever growth we're going to do for the rest of this year and into next. I do have a way that you can get further involved and maybe. In your growth goblin phase, you are trying to clean up your schedule and really make sure that you have that power hour fit into your day. If you want a free tool for that, just go to howtoditchdistraction.com. That is my link. You will get a free planner. And once you've got the planner downloaded, you can use that every day. That is my strong suggestion. But also you'll find a way to catch up with me in various groups and other places so that we can talk about our monsters together. So until then, until the next monster, I want you to be you, believe in you, nurture you, go grow some. So be you, believe in you, nurture you, and let's all get to work. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember, you are not defined by distraction. Apply something you've learned today in your own business and share it with all your easily distracted friends.